Welcome to The Second Estate, where uh, once again, we've had to put off the research for Avril Lavigne's tie. Sorry, the search for Avril Lavigne's tie. But there is a lot of research involved. Um, There is. Because it's our 10th official episode. Uh, Uh, And as a special treat to our fans uh, that have been around for all of the eps or one of the eps or five minutes of an episode, which I wouldn't blame you for, yeah. we're recording it via Zoom. So you can see our beautiful faces Yay. Uh, as we talk a lot of shit. Um, yeah. So, it's, yeah. Go ahead, Hannah. I was just going to say, it's also very telling about the difference between me and Sarah's setups because I'm obviously in yeah. my closet with my clothes on two milk crates and Sarah has like a professional setup. So yeah. That's fun too for you. Yeah, okay. it's a, like a nice um, differentiation or nice window into our personalities. Yes. <laughs> um, anyway, as usual, we're going to be going over a couple of culturally relevant stories from the week and then taking a deep dive into one in particular. Like always, we are your hosts. I am Sarah Bayer. I'm Hannah Seymour. And this week we'll be discussing Zendaya's upset win at the Emmy Awards. Demi Lovato's rumoured split from her fiancé, and then deep diving into the ever-changing celebrity face. So, those are our topics. Woo! Sorry, I have no idea if that Coke Zero um, click was off. It did. Off but it's okay. I feel like it was like the excitement of cracking open a cold one to talk yeah, about yeah. all our topics. Um, um, how's your so, week? How's my week? Um, Good. As you know, I've like injured myself quite significantly. Mm-hmm. I fell over in the park yesterday when it was raining and it was like one of the more embarrassing experiences that I've ever had because it was like fully wet and I was like having me and Holly, my friend, were in the park and like I was about to run over to her and then I just fully fell over, ripped my jeans, like got blood all over my jeans. I was by myself and all these people watched it happen and I had to just get up and pretend that I was fine. It was pretty gnarly as well. Like the photo you sent me, like it was... There's a lot of blood. There was blood. Like, and I ripped my jeans, like fully That's tore so them open. And I'm also just like not really the kind of person that like <laughs> wants to wear ripped jeans as a style thing. Choice. So as a no style choice. No hate to the people who wear No hate. It's just not my thing. Like I just I personally yeah. don't want to do it. So I just personally don't want to look like a fucking loser. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to make myself look like a freak. So... Um, <laughs> No, uh, so that was that's been the most eventful part of my week. I'm having it's quite cold today, and I'm having to wear shorts, um, which is just a bit of fun because I don't want to get ointment on the inside of my pants. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, how's that's your cool. week been? Oh, it's been it's been busy, busy week, busy week at work. Um, the thing that I wanted to tell you to say for this mm. um, last night, while like you and you and Holly were hanging out, obviously by the way. I would have been invited, uh, but we can only hang out with two people. Or two people. Yeah, that was the time. reason. Or it's five people starting tomorrow. Anyway. Um, yeah. Um, so that's exciting. But, uh, no, so while you guys are doing that, I was like, I don't have any, I didn't have any food in the house. I was like, oh, I'll just get Uber Eats for dinner, whatever. And I couldn't decide, like classic, couldn't decide what I wanted. It Hours had gone by and I still hadn't got anything. And then my sister was like, oh, can you move your car? Cause I need to get my car out. And um, she was going to her boyfriend's house and I was like, okay. And she was like in about 10 minutes. And I was like, hang on a sec. And this is such a boring story for anyone that's listening to this, but there's this, 
there's this Malaysian restaurant and there's like a few around, but none of them deliver to Richmond, which is where I live. Uh, but there's one in the city. And I was like, why the fuck would that not deliver to Richmond? It's like the next suburb to the city. Mm. So like, I'm just going to have a little play around on the Uber Eats map and see the nearest suburb it's going to deliver to. So it delivers to Collingwood. So I set my address on Uber Eats to a random address in Collingwood. Oh my God. And <laughs> drove. I was like, Alfie, get in. We're going for a drive. <laughs> drove. It was so close to curfew as well. Um, drove oh to God. a random side street in Collingwood um, and, was, and waited for my Uber Eats. Um, you might as well have just it. driven into the city to go pick it up. I know, to pick it up. I know. <laughs> it was because it's not, like, it's in my five kilometers to drive into the city. But anyway, I didn't. It was more yeah. fun to do it this way. Anyway, and so then I um, got home. the Uber Eats driver into yeah, fully, the And, like, <laughs> sitting in my car, like, beady little eyes, staring out, like, oh, waiting for him. But anyway, and then I got home, ate it. Then about half an hour later, I was like, well, I've already written the night off, so I may as well order a fucking giant Sunday ice cream sundae from... Ben and Jerry, so I spent about $50 on Uber Eats last night. Um, and the Ben and Jerry's people gave me a free brownie, Aww. which was really nice. Yeah, so, so I had that today. Uh, that's actually all I've eaten today. Um, so it's really good. Really nutri- like heavy nutrition, like um, sort of beautiful like salad, fresh green. Uh, lots of vegetables. Lots of veggies, like really yeah. big on that this weekend. So it's been good. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. As you drink is Coke Zero. <laughs> Yeah. No, I've been exactly the same. Like Nando's for lunch, um, toast for breakfast. Dinner last night was a burger. Um, I ordered a burger from one place and then decided that I wanted a Sprite. So I ordered a Sprite from McDonald's as well, which was like... I like that. And, Did yeah, the they spent $14 in total on delivery. Do you know what I mean? Like from two separate places. I probably could have gotten a Sprite from the first place, but I just like didn't think of it at the time. Yeah. I feel like that's like the height of extravagance if you're just like, you don't no, get fucked. Just going ordering... to two restaurants like... For Uber Eats, like especially like at the same time or within a short time period, is pretty rogue. Or like the delivery. I remember Holly telling me one time she ordered from two different places because she wanted dessert from one place and like a meal from yeah, another. Yeah. And the delivery drivers like met each other at the front of the house. <laughs> Which I just feel like imagine if you were a delivery driver and you're like, wait, are we both like doing this? <laughs> you're like standing behind like the flywire of your house watching both of them. <laughs> just like, yeah, I'll yes, get it. They're yeah. all for me. Thank yeah. you. Um, yeah, okay. Should we right. um Yeah, let's do it. Delve into the podcast. Um Yeah, so our first story is last week Zendaya won the Emmy Award for Best Lead Actress in a drama series up against the likes of Jennifer Aniston, Sandra O, oh, Laura Linney, and Olivia Coleman. Uh winning this award made her the youngest person ever to win it. Uh, and also only the second black woman to win the award. I think the last time it was Viola Davis, maybe. Um, recently. And obviously this opens up the question of, you know, how is it only the second time a black woman's ever won in this category? Mm. But it also gets kind of got us thinking about the wider conversation of whether or not coronavirus has changed awards shows for the better or for the worse uh, and potentially impacted their relevance. Um, What do you think of Zendaya's win? Well, firstly, I just thought it was really cute. Like, I just found watching the video and her reaction and, like, she's surrounded by all of... I thought it was interesting because in that clip, she's surrounded by all of her friends and family behind her Mm. and all of the other actresses, like Jennifer Aniston and Laura Linney and stuff, either had their partner or were alone, Mm. which felt like a big kind of juxtaposition or whatever between like two very different sort of atmospheres because she's in this room full of people and it's all like hyped up and when she wins everyone goes wild 
and the others were all by themselves, which I don't know. It felt sort of, I guess this whole, the whole like concept of doing an awards show via Zoom is, is very new, mm. but it felt really stilted and strange to watch, but her oh, yeah. winning felt just felt really nice like it was just well, sort it, of this it's cute because it wasn't her just sitting there going woo like which it yeah. would have been because imagine if someone awarded you an award right now like no one's around you hyping you up like you'd just be sitting there like oh my god woo <laughs> thank, thank you, you. Yeah, <laughs> like, from my so closet awkward. like literally because yeah. even jennifer anderson and like they're all just kind of sitting there alone which is fine yeah. but it's like it's such a different i guess in an, what i guess i'm saying is that zendaya's what the the um scenario that she was in felt as close to an actual award show as it could have gotten because she was yeah. surrounded by people so like there's that energy hyping everyone up and like yeah yeah what did but you think? i i agree i i like don't have that much to say about her actually winning except like mm. i'm really happy for her and it's super cool that she won like I'm, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm like i'm surprised she's the youngest person that's ever won that award because the mm. oscars get fucking so easily off on like nominating children right right i know (laughs) but like i so i just assumed that the emmys was the same deal but i guess not really and i also think like when you looked at her category like there wasn't anyone in there um even though they're like big established actresses obviously that deserved to win over her so like Mm. i don't think it it wasn't like a shock win as in like it was an incorrect win it was yeah yeah yeah. just like obviously if you're nominated i guess i guess around sort of those big actresses you expect one of them to win um but I, yeah i just think it was um it was just cool like yay good for her mm. kind of thing and i think the thing about black women like getting specifically those kind of awards like best lead actress and stuff is like i guess obviously things start to change and progress and they get lead roles in like um proper like mainstream big budget tv shows and it'll be reflected in an awards ceremonies to come mm. yeah no i think it was um i guess the other thing with that about it being a shock win was there was the whole thing about it being called an upset win mm. and how people on twitter were like who's upset i'm not upset and i was but like wait who what the was upset like i know that obviously like no but upset an ups- win doesn't mean like that was wrong. Like it doesn't. Yeah, really... it just means like it's a shock win. Like no big expect... yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they were like not the favorite, so it was a surprise yeah. that she won. Well, I um, guess it just shows that people on Twitter aren't as fucking smart as they think they are. No, but like, that was the whole thing. And then there were these articles being written about like what an upset win actually is. <laughs> it's just like that's what, that's what we've kind of come to is that that's people will like fun. immediately be like upset win and like tweet it without actually going hmm. Why have they phrased it in that way? Why is it called an upset win yeah. when it's obviously it's been a got term a term specific... for a long time? Yeah, so, like, like have these people never? Isn't it like they say it in horse racing and shit? Like it's not like it's... Well, yeah, they say it in like football. Any they say anything, yeah. yeah, anything where like everyone's competing for one prize that can be an upset win. These people on Twitter have literally never watched a competition before. <laughs> no, right, no, like... to be honest, it shows. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So, what did yeah. you think of like the the award ceremony? coronavirus aspect to well i mean i didn't watch watch it uh and i like in previous years i have watched every awards ceremony like plus the red carpet like all that shit like i'm so like i'll usually always watch the emmys oscars and the um golden globes 
Mm. I used to watch the Grammys, but now it's just a fucking big old joke. Yeah. I don't need to see, like, Will I Am do a weird duet with, like, Willie Nelson, who's dead <laughs> now, actually. But, like, it's always that shit. But anyway, yeah. um, um, yeah. Or maybe he's not dead. I don't know. Anyway, um, I don't no, know. I think he is. <laughs> but anyway, just, just yeah, I, I just, I just, yeah, if you want. I just sidetracked. No, actually, go. I couldn't care less because, like, the shine's gone. Because, like, and mm. I reckon it's probably for two reasons. Like, the first being that, obviously, like, the celebrities aren't in a room together. And so it's just not as exciting. There's no – you can't, like, feel that buzz through the television, if that yeah. makes sense. Like, Zoom cannot give you that excitement. It just can't. Yeah. Um, and the second, I think, is probably – and I don't know if you agree with this on me – is that, like, the coronavirus has put things into perspective. Like, especially – about celebrity culture specifically mm. and i guess how much it like relies on sort of large groups of people and being able to flaunt their celebrity and their beauty and like i don't know if you remember earlier this year ricky gervais said at the golden globes um like watching people get dressed up in their fancy outfits to receive awards that mean actually nothing and give speeches about how like we need to save the planet or the the children yeah. or the, or yeah, the yeah, pedophiles, yeah. like whoever they're into, um, despite the fact that they work for Amazon and Apple, who right. are responsible for facilitating a lot of that shit that people are like, mm. don't do it. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like the hypocrisy, I guess, um, feels a lot more real, like during the pandemic, because I'm like, how do you think this shit actually matters? Even though I like award mm. ceremonies, and I love the glitz and the glamour and the entertainment. I'm just like, I don't care about a Zoom award. Yeah, I think, well, I just think, like, I don't, I don't really watch them either. Um, sorry, I know you used to, but, like, I've never really watched yeah. them, except I'll watch, like, that, the, you know, so-and-so's mm. thank you speech. Like, I'd watch Jennifer Lawrence's thank you speech or whatever, like, yeah, right. random clips. And then also I'll always Where she, like, all the... thanks Harvey Weinstein. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and then I'll look at, I'll look at all the, like, red carpet looks. I fucking love the red carpet looks. Yeah, yeah. The and I just feel like, cool. yeah, like, even though they've all kind of, Obviously, like, Zendaya, as an example of mm. this, like, she had two different looks that she wore. Like, she still yeah. wore the whole gown thing. But, like, yeah. it really loses its sort of yeah. thing if yeah. you're not able to... Like, I, if I can't see, like, Ellen, Jennifer Lawrence, whoever the fuck else was in that Oscars selfie... All the, like, if, all the people all... on the Epstein flight logs, do you mean? Um, what? <laughs> like, you mean? That, you know, there's all the whole, like, QAnon thing that Ellen is, like, on the Epstein flight logs. Oh my god! Oh, I know I didn't anyway. know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. if I can't see all those people like taking a selfie together, yeah, like, what the fuck is the point? I don't, yeah. I don't really care about like watching. Like I can watch, you know, Jennifer Aniston and like Courtney Cox have a Zoom call on like mm. a YouTube video, mm. but I'm not gonna like. It's not the same as seeing like no. the real time reactions of celebrities to other celebrities mm -hmm. getting awards. But Definitely. in terms of what you're saying about like how they get up and give these like long-winded speeches about the earth yeah. and all that shit i feel like i wish award ceremonies were honest about what they are about I agree. establishment about the uplifting yeah. of privilege and beautiful yeah, people exactly. and glamour and wealth because it's yeah. like that's what it is that's and what it's, it is are you totally well yeah like we're all indulging in it let me mm -hmm. indulge in it i don't want to be educated by leonardo dicaprio about yeah, saving fully. the planet like i don't fully. i don't need a homeless man to come up and accept your award i don't need it it's like it's, it's like I know there are homeless these, people, right? It's like these shows. It's very along the same vein as like, um, oh, what's her name again? The one who did the Imagine video? Yeah, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot doing the the Imagine video. It's yeah, the same strain of like 
seeking attention, wanting to be viewed as like a good person. Because totally. if you don't present yourself in that way, then all you are is somebody who gets paid to pretend to be other people. Yeah. You know, like you're not really making us that, like, I'm not saying, like, actors are making an impact, of course, but they're yeah. not, it's not like they're social workers. Like, well, no, <laughs> and I don't think also, like, I think, I think the one, I guess, thing that's come out of it is some of them having, like, diversity, um, or inclusivity clauses in contracts mm. and stuff. But yeah. that's only the massive actors. Like, that's, like, yeah. Jennifer Aniston. But at, by the same token, it's, like, you did get paid $2 million per episode for that show for Apple, babe. So, like, I'm, like, who are it's you insane. to sort of lecture people on doing the right thing and diversity, inclusivity, and whatever the fuck else you're on about when, like, you're getting paid by one of the most exploitative companies in the world, like obscene mm. amounts of money. And so it, it always feels like there's just this like, oh, slightly sort of, they just fall down at the end of their message. Yeah. Cause you just like, <laughs> I, I totally agree with what you're you saying. You can't stop yourself from going, oh, but you, like, yeah, but, you know I mean? aren't you, aren't you, I don't know if that, like, yeah. like, yeah, no, yeah. I agree. And yeah. I just think like, I don't know, because they've taken away, like you were saying, the glamorous, shiny, um mm. sort of exciting upholding of like the beauty and wealth and privilege and stuff which is the only reason you watch it and it's totally fine people want to watch it it's like same as watching gossip girl you watch it because because totally. that's what it's it the is. same thing yeah, yeah yeah if gossip girl suddenly did try to make like a message about like trans rights or something you'd just be like guys this is not what what this is it's not the channel for this. yeah like it's just it feels so insincere because we know mm. what you represent I guess. Yeah, like you can't go from like Serena getting bottles of champagne on the yeah. steps of her school to like trying to make a comment about like um, climate change or something. Climate change yeah. or like the class system in the yeah. US. You know, it's like <laughs> exactly. you just can't. That's, we're yeah. not we're not doing this that. But something else I wanted to say because um, this is the one bit of research I did for this. Yeah. Um, but Nielsen data, <laughs> Nielsen data <laughs> from February <laughs> also showed that even before COVID, so this was when the Oscars were, yeah. um, ratings for the Oscars dropped 20% this year. Um, and they, I saw this graph that shows like Oscars, Emmys and Grammys of all kind of like, obviously since like the 80s, they've declined. They've sort of had like yeah. peaks and troughs, but in recent years, there's at least in the recent the past mm. year, there's been a decline in and that's just ratings for, like, traditional TV. Yeah, right. Um, and the article was sort of talking about how, like, you know, there's also the fact that people are streaming it now well, and, like, yeah. they're watching it in different ways, like, on YouTube and that yeah. kind of thing. Um, yeah. But also, like, sort of... Um, well, I mean... Hang on. Oh, so, sorry, I'm, like, reading my notes. But yeah, okay. there was also talking about how, like, people are more likely to watch when the shows and the people that are nominated are really commercially successful. So when there's like more yeah. obscure sort of like nominees and shit, just people just won't watch, which I guess is sort of like self-explanatory. Yeah. But, Cause they don't know um, it and they have, they're not invested in it winning. Yeah. yeah. But, um, I feel like the future of these shows is literally just like people watching bite sizes. I agree. Of the shows on YouTube. Well, like, because like realistically, if you're not invested in at least 60% of the categories that are nominated, and, like, some of the categories are fucking random. Like, right. if you're not, like, me, who watches, like, so much television and, like, consumes so much content like that, like, yeah. you 
really are only probably care about maybe two categories. You don't mm-hmm. want a three-hour fucking wank off of the richest people in the world. Yeah. Like, like a circle. <laughs> like jerk. best score. I'm like, yeah, I don't yeah. care. <laughs> like unless, but I see. I care about that shit because I'm like, it was so amazing the score that they had. Like I'm yeah. like, but I'm like a film school fucking loser. No, you just like, like you work in like, the industry and it's like you're yeah, passionate about it. Like it yeah. makes sense. But like for your average Joe who might have used to watch it in the 80s because it was like you know, the only thing on, like, sim- similar to watching mm. a football game or something. But now you can just go on your phone directly after the ceremony, see a nice little 90-second video of the person you care about winning and go, great, like, I'm happy. Yeah. Uh, you don't need to, like, you don't need to sit through three hours. Mm. Um, but, yeah. yeah it would be interesting to see where it goes and, like, what happens agree. after COVID. I agree. I mean, I almost just think with these shows as well, like, I want to see really dramatic displays of like obviously I think MT, like the VMAs is one of the only shows that has like increased in ratings but it's like because people expect Kanye to get up on stage and take totally. my, Taylor's mic or like Miley yeah. Cyrus to come out with a foam finger like it's sort totally. of I think there has to be this ex- display of extreme extravagance in order yeah. for and people like, to really maintain interest the highest level of celebrity delusion Yes. <laughs> to, like, that's really what we want. We want to see celebrity. We don't want to see, I don't know, issues. No. Um, <laughs> this is my escapism. Like, yeah. let this be my escapism, please. Yeah, fully. Um, yeah. So do we, do you, do you reckon we're ready to move on? Yeah, I'm ready to move on. Yeah, same. Let's get to the big news. We've rung the towel out. Um, yeah. So I think we both really care about this next story. So we just do. a shout out firstly to Brogan, who um, tagged us in this story. We were originally going to talk about something else, but yeah, just shout out. Yeah. So Thanks, Brogan. You've been a loyal, good listener. You have. It's very true. Um, a fateful two months ago, we were blessed with Demi Lovato's engagement to her boyfriend of two months, Max Eric, after only four months of dating. I realised that that didn't make any sense. They were dating for four months and then they were engaged for two months. Anyway, now the pair have reportedly split um, and Eric took to Instagram yesterday to say, imagine finding out the status of your relationship through a tabloid. I didn't While... know he did that. No, I know. I just found this out this morning. While in the middle of filming a biopic movie about a pastor in a Christian church whose intention of the film is to help people. Wait, that was his Instagram post. What's that <laughs> fucking shit? I don't know. So, um, there's been lots of rumours speculating. Demi Lovato hasn't said anything about it. Yeah. Um, but there's been ro- lots of rumours speculating as to why the pair have split up or, you know, if mm-hmm. they actually have. Um, because neither of them had confirmed it until Eric made that uh, Instagram story about a pastor in a Christian church that he's playing who helped people. It must be like um, a Lifetime movie as well. It's not going to... Yeah. There's no well, cinematic release on that film. No. Like, for context, he's like the star Direct of The DK. Young and Restless. Like, you know, like, yeah, soap right. opera actor. So, but one of the rumoured reasons, and a lot of Demi stans have been tweeting about this, but... Um, the, the What are they called? The Lo- I don't know. I'm gonna Lovatos? Go- the Lovato? Love, lo- something like that. I don't know. Lovatics. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> so, one of the apparent reasons is that Max's old tweets, um, and this happened, I think, a month ago, um, tweets that have him saying he wanted to marry Selena Gomez. Um, yeah, like Lovatics. Mul- I'm glad I was right. Lovatics. Okay. So he would, like, back in 2018, so not even that long ago, he would tweet about how much he wanted to marry Selena Gomez, how much he loved her, and comments on Ariana Grande and Bella Hadid's Instagrams. 
like fully like what my wife I love Selena Gomez and then when all the tweets came out he made an Instagram live of him explaining the tweets and how much he loves Selena and like she loves God and she how much he just loves her while and, like, him, wants and, to... him and Demi were engaged no so this is two years ago oh gotcha so no, no the tweets weren't while they were engaged but was he did he do the Instagram live while they were no. engaged okay gotcha no but when they when this all went viral Demi apparently came out and was like people want to fake images like mm. all this stuff like the images Obviously, I can't say for certain if they're not fake, but like the Instagram live where he's referencing the tweets and explaining his undying love for Selena Gomez certainly isn't fake. So, someone used that new like face molding technique. Yeah, it's like hours, weeks, months on it just to do that with some bold and the beautiful actor. Like, obviously, the new version of revenge porn is making Max Eric talk about his (laughs) tweets about loving Selena Gomez. Um, Anyway, bear in mind, he's actually deleted Twitter since all of this went live, so you can't verify if the tweets are real or not. Um, but yeah, so he, there's all, that's, we don't know if that's the reason, but there's re- reason to suspect that perhaps his uh, motivations for wanting to marry Demi Lovato aren't uh, as pure as mm. we might have once suspected. Mm. Um, so what, what, are, what were your rea- thoughts about this well, I'm story? like, okay, so... Like, and we're big Demi Lovato fans yes. on this show. We love Demi. She's given us some of my favorite. We are Lovatics. We are Lovatics. Yeah. Um, purely for her, just sort of like continuously amazing, manic uh, energy that she's brought to the pop culture landscape for so long. Very intense energy, I feel she's, like. Yeah. Um, uh, but anyway, no, I just feel like they started going out in March. That's right, isn't it? Of this year. I, I know, but when they got engaged, they'd been dating for they four got, months. Yeah, so, so they got be, engaged yeah. in July. So they only really knew each other, like, during quarantine. So mm. they wouldn't have met, like, their kind of extended friends and family, like, True. that much, let alone sussing, like, the sort of scenes that they both moved in, right? Mm. And even if they did, you do, you do not know half the shit about a person, like, after six months that comes from knowing them for, like, a really long period of time. Like, you just yeah. don't. Yeah. Um, and I'm surprised by Demi because her last relationship, um, if you've watched her documentary at least twice, which I have, um, she was, like, with this guy for, like, seven years. Mm. And this seemed like a real rush job by her. Um, and it's extremely embarrassing because she did post like the most fucked up long winded Instagram post when they got engaged with like seven carousel pictures and like a big, like, um, staged photo shoot. Uh, but I guess my theory is, and tell me if you agree with this, I reckon he's a massive star fucker. And for the last maybe four years, five years, however long he's sort of been in the scene for, he has basically been just like throwing out a fishing net and trying to get anything that's Someone, yeah. yeah. And I think Demi's the, probably the only person that's ever bit. And I reckon he probably mm. changed his entire personality to, like, suit her and then awkwardly mm. couldn't keep it up, so then had to be himself for a while and now it's, like, the relationship's crumbled. That's my theory. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that the, like... I mean, it's ch- I think it's chill that he, like, would post on Ariana Grande's Instagram, my wife. Like, I feel like he was kind of yeah. doing it as, like... a gag probably I don't really know but like his whole thing about like he obviously really loved Selena Gomez which makes me think it's so that, like specific and weird yeah like, he's like a bit like fo- I remember somebody had tweet had screenshot the fact that he follows this random Selena Gomez fan account on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> how like old that. is he oh, I don't know should we google yeah how old's Demi 
Again, don't know. Early twenties, I assume. No, okay. no, she got be twenty-eight. Yeah, she's she's late. 20. He's twenty-nine. Right. And so I think Selena may be a little bit younger. I'm not sure. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, my kind of thoughts, like, around it, were that like some of the um the source the sources close to Demi mm. have apparently come out and said like, oh, the weird hairdresser friends... from the film. Shout out if anyone's seen it. Um, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Um, his, so her mum and like her friends don't really like him or like something like that. They're like unsure about him and whatever. But I'm like, honestly, it's probably not far from the truth. Like you kind of suspect that like, it's sort of like, I mean, and this is like a whole trend that you see with like celebrities having these incredibly Mm. short lived either engagements or short-lived marriages to people. Um, But it kind of reminds me of, like, a less extreme version of Ariana Grande and Pete Davison. Yeah. And they – because they were – they'd been dating for a month before they got engaged. Um, So out of control. Yeah, and they were, like, extreme – What's that? Chloe and Lamar knew each other for two weeks and got married. Yeah. Yeah, so it's these sort of, like, for some reason celebrities – I don't know why celebrities do it, because I'm pretty sure normal people don't do it, but, like, celebrities – have these really short-lived whirlwind romances yeah. and then get married. Like, I don't know, why can't you just date someone? Like, I don't yeah. get why there's this intensity and then we're going to get married. But I feel like Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson did the extremely public thing that yeah. Demi and and Max uh, did. And, yeah. like, then this had to awkwardly worse. be like, like, on, in, like... Jimmy Kimmel being like, he's the love of my life. <laughs> yeah, and now it's just kind of like... Yeah, <laughs> I just feel like it would be so awkward because you've been so public about it, and then so have to be like, "Oxy, mm, <laughs> not the love of my life." And then you're yeah. kind of like, far out. Like, when can you actually like believe those things? Well, if that's yeah, I-, I was thinking about this, and I was like, "Do you reckon like the reason that they rush into things like this, or like get married or engaged so quickly, is because like they're so used to things being so fast and immediate?" Like, mm. every, like literally getting a coffee is like, oh, I want a coffee and suddenly there's a fucking coffee there. Do you know what I mean? Someone like, they're so confused, to, yeah. yeah, to people doing things for them and things just happening immediately. They don't have mm. to save up for things. They don't have to wait for things, like, whatever. And so maybe that, like, trickles into romantic relationships. And then it probably also doesn't help that, like, 99% of the people that, like, celebrities mix with are fake and just, like, want to mm. be friends with them for clout. So, like, I guess if they feel like they've found someone who doesn't, even though Demi, Demi's radar was a bit off there. Um, um, it makes really me sad. sad. <laughs> Both, like, yeah. really emotional. But I'm sad for her because, like, even though, yeah, like, she's kind of seems like an erratic person, she also no, seems like she's... Yeah. She's she also heart. seems like... Good heart. Yeah, like, I feel like she has a good heart. It's like... Yeah. She really has... She's had a difficult life in many ways. Yes. And I feel like she was really... It just seemed like she was probably really happy, and now yeah, this thing no, just I'm kind so of sad crumbled. So, like, she's a little emo. She's got a little bit too much body bronzer on sometimes, but like, <laughs> but like, I don't know. She's just like, there's something about Demi that you'll always sort of be like, no, I just want the best for that girl. Yeah, I just want <laughs> after she after she punched the dancer. Um, yeah, in the in the plane. Yeah, back up and had a coke dancer. addiction and coke. so many amazing sort of things. things. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just honestly, like, I thought this story was an interesting story until mm. I, like, saw um, Max Eric's Instagram quote. Like, just that line about yeah. while you're in the middle of it, filming a biopic movie about a pastor in a Christian like, church whose intention of the film was to help people. Like, what a fucking weirdo. What's like, what, what are you connecting it to? Yeah. Like, <laughs> as in, basically, Demi broke up with me through the tabloids. 
while I'm in the middle of being a pastor who helps people. It's like, so you're trying to be like, I'm Do you really reckon good he's in like, God's Not Dead 3? Or 4? Oh I don't God. know what they're up to because that's always about like a pastor <laughs> doing <laughs> something. Oh my God. Um, uh, let's have a look, hang on. It's probably not, but. But I just want to know what the movie is. The only other thing, though, that I noticed that, like, was a recurring theme in all the articles about this story was the, like, mapping of um, Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez's friendship. Right. Did you notice that? And I was like, they're just not friends anymore. They were childhood friends. And, like, I don't think they fucking hate each other. Maybe they had a tiff when they were, like, fucking 16. But they're just, like, they're, like, in their late 20s now. They're just, like, not that good friends or not even friends like a lot of people from high school aren't friends with their high school friends like, no i think it's that as well like people but i think it's because they obviously were really close at one point mm. maybe they had a falling out and now they're just not friends but like yeah. i think it's because demi lovato made a vague comment in an interview she did because selena gomez posted a picture of her at the grammys and the caption mm. was like so proud of you you deserve yeah. all of this and more at demi or whatever mm. and then demi lovato like didn't respond and then the interview she was like um, yeah, we're not friends. So I thought it was a bit, and then didn't say anything else. So I feel like she'd obviously, Classic there's Demi a... just throwing her weight around just to see what happens. Yeah. Like, I think <laughs> like... she was just, the part of her was probably like, mm, well, we're not friends. So why are you posting about that? Like, don't pretend you're my friend kind of thing. So I feel like She's there might so be a, a mild bit of black, bad blood there, but I also yeah. don't think they're like in a feud. I literally nah. just think that they're like, cause that people literally headlines refer to them as frenemies. It's like, so I'm sure they're not frenemies. I don't think they even think about each other. Or at that... least Selena doesn't think about Demi. Do you think? Even and, though and Selena she... did the whole... Well, I think if she does think about Demi, it's in a very much like, oh, go girl, happy for you. Yeah, Demi's right. Like seeding, like, you took Demi's Demi. like, why did you do that? Like, I'm the one that can sing. Why do you have the successful career? Yeah, true. What Demi happened? Lovato probably is a bit like... I'm such a better singer than her, yeah. so why the fuck is she so yeah. successful? Like, Selena Gomez genuinely can't even sing, which is, no. like... And she's not even a particularly, like, enigmatic or cool song. No, I don't get the Selena Gomez. I, d- um, I simply don't understand. Is it because okay. she went out with Justin Bieber? Maybe. Because she's That's genuinely her a bit of a... so boring and very nearly talentless. Yeah. I mean, uh, she's, like, the most followed person on Instagram, which is a yeah. whole other thing on side note uh the movie is called southern gospel and so it's, it's basically a, god's not dead it's a music based movie so it's literally god's not dead god's not dead features uh, for anyone who doesn't know god's not dead is this random christian film that me and holly and hannah in like high school found and became obsessed with and it's based around a song called god's not dead by a christian band called the newsboys and it features some of the most amazing cinematic turns you've ever seen in your life um, including a Muslim girl getting beaten up by her father when he finds out she's secretly Christian. Um, anyway. It's so fucked up. Watch it if you feel like a good time. But, um, uh, yeah, anyway, so I reckon that's probably what that film is. It sounds very God's Not Dead-esque. You've heard it's a musical and it's called Southern Gospel and you play the pastor and you're like, it's God. It's it's God's Not Dead. Anyway. All right, shall we move on? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, just before we launch into the next story, um, just a quick word from our sponsor. So this episode was brought to you by the new pillows Chloe Kardashian had to buy after spraying her old ones with too much Febreze. Um, so yeah. I love her bedazzled Febreze. Um. I do as well. I'm like, I want a brand to give me, like, I want a bedazzled Vegemite jar. Yeah. She's such That's a fucking God. good sport, Chloe. Anyway, we'll she talk about is. that. She is. Yeah. Uh, okay. So... 
About two weeks ago now, Keeping Up with the Kardashians started what will be its second last season. Um, and devastating. Yeah, it is devastating. But I'm sure like both of us have a couple of things to say about the ep- episodes that have come out so far. It's just two. Uh, but as well as premiering the new season, they also premiered Chloe's newest face. Um, and I'm sure a few new assets around the family as well, but that was the most noticeable. Um, and this kind of led us to think about the phenomenon of celebrity plastic surgery and what Gia Tolentino, the writer, calls Instagram face. So mm. other than watching the apps, we read a couple of articles for this, one being a Jezebel piece about the history, the long history of celebrities altering their faces, and then another, and the other being uh, the Gia Tolentino piece in The New Yorker, which is called The Age of Instagram Face. Um, yeah, maybe we should link that in our... Yeah, I think show in, notes. Do we have in, show notes? We should have show notes. In Let's start Spotify. No, I just feel like it's like professional podcasts have show notes. Yeah. So like, if you want to find out more about this, head Go to our show notes. It must so, be in the Spotify description. Us figuring okay. out the tech live. Um, yeah, but I'm like, we're going to put the New York article, both articles in the show notes because they're great articles in the yeah. show notes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll figure that out. Um, yeah, put the show notes, not, everyone. Always knocked my microphone off, so that's good. It's okay. Very professional. Um, um, Anyway, did you enjoy the episodes you've watched of the Kardashians, firstly? I did. Um, I particularly loved that Malika and Khadija oh. have main roles now. Like, I, I literally wrote down, you know, it's time for the show to end when the first episode features Malika and Khadija and Poosh as the main storylines. Main, main storylines. I found oh, that... Fuck. Well, one, I was just like, I Malika's pregnancy and everything. I was like, I don't care. Like, hmm. tell me more about Chloe and... Um, Tristan. Tristan. I almost said Lamar. I was like, no longer Lamar. Um, but yeah, no, I found that very, I was like, wow, this is like the main plot point is like Malika mm. having to do pregnant, her pregnancy on her own and like her having an interview with just her. Like I'm like, she's yeah, reached yeah. that level where she gets her own solo interview. I don't even think Scott Disick gets a solo yeah. interview. Like he was always with Chloe. Um, so that was one of the main things. And then also like Poosh having his main storyline no, as well. Ridiculous. Where like. Steph Shep popping up again. Right? Steph Shep's back. Mm. But, like, Courtney becoming obsessed with, like, the whole cuddling thing. I was oh just like, this is not worth it, guys. Like, I know. This isn't, like, this is almost as bad as, like, watching Kendall go through her having anxiety. Oh, like, yeah. You I, know what I mean? It's that level of when, not mattering. Like, I, I assume it's because they didn't have that much pre-corona content. Mm, and so they were trying. Yeah. Like, they probably were going to film the Malika thing and just, like, throw it in the bin. Just do it for a laugh. But, like, they had to use it. <laughs> Yeah, literally Malika thinks she's getting a storyline. Guess again, bitch. Um, (laughs) Like, but I, I, yeah, I was just like, I feel like Courtney's probably just said to them, "I'm only gonna do storylines that either involve like push, or if it's like a thing that I'm already going to." Right, right. Um, Like in the second, like go to Paris. Oh, well, she does go to Paris. No, that's no, no like that's what own... I'm saying. In the oh. second ep, they go to Paris. But she obviously was going and they were filming anyway. It wasn't like a court, Courtney storyline. No. You know? She just happened to be there. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Did you have any thoughts on anyone's uh, faces before we talk about the rest of it? I mean, this is interesting in itself about, like, Chloe's changing face. And, like, you and I have spoken about this Um but earlier in the year, there was this photo that she uploaded and it was actually from uh, this season of the Kardashians and it's her, if people don't know, like you will definitely have seen it because it, mm. it was a big hullabaloo around it. But it's her sitting there in this white top and she literally looks like 
a cartoon. Like she's yeah. been, I don't even Jessica think it's Rabbit. surgery. Like, like I, yeah, like I think Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, it's yeah. like she's her. She's been face tuned into oblivion to the point where like a you literally a human couldn't have that jaw shape because yeah. it's so like. Small. It's true. Like, like her mouth and nose region is so confusing. It's, it's just been distorted. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like I and saw that and was and just and like, shit, yeah. yeah, I was just like, oh, it's classic Chloe. Like mm. Chloe's Instagram, she does look like a different person in every photo. Like that's mm. just, that's just what we can have learned to expect mm. from Chloe. But people were really like, that particular photo I think struck a chord with people. Um, and it was such, I think it was such a sort of, um, stray away from a human being then right it was, it was so, so extreme shocking. that it was like yeah she knows that we know that it's edited right like it's yeah. like beyond like she there's no hiding this it's no, not like no, she's no. tried to conceal the fact that she's face tuned it. it's just not like it's like she just forgot that like you can't if you go that far people will be like do you know what I mean? right. like, like yeah like it's yeah. you know how a lot of celebrities do the whole really like and you'll see it if you follow yeah. celeb face, yeah, yeah, where they've got like it'll be these the most minor tweaks yeah. where their face is like that or like their hip comes in a bit, but hers are just like just so Out extreme. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like she just yeah. said to your assistant, "Go wild." There's no Do whatever rules. you want. There's like, no rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but as good. you know, like I tried to edit my own photo this morning. I was like, I'm gonna mm. give this a crack. And I couldn't do it. Like, it's yeah, really it's hard. hard. It's difficult. It's hard. As, like I yeah. said to you, but I've tried my, I've tried to, like, take photos and be like, how do you actually make yourself look, like, really good? And it's fucking difficult. <laughs> it's really I, I don't have the patience. It's a skill set, like, doing the face doing the face tune, but, like, doing that whole It's true. Um, yeah. Though, before we fully go into it, the only other thing I had to say about the ep, which is relevant to um what we're talking about, is I think Kim looks so amazing she has got the balance of her surgery perfect like absolutely perfect when they're doing in that tent doing the cuddling thing she doesn't really have makeup on she just looks great oh yeah she just looks really good and yeah one of the articles we read they're talking about when people go to get surgery the number one photo they take in to look like is kim kardashian and i'm like Mm. i understand because she has got the balance fucking right when she was pregnant Mm. terrifying but um, but now I think it's because she just like inflated. Like, yeah, I just she think did. Yeah. Just all of her features, I think, were just bloated from the totally. pregnancy, which I think because she had filler and has had implants and stuff. Yeah, it just her face. <laughs> yeah, it, no, look, it was like a banded. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chloe's actually Chloe looked pretty bad when she was pregnant. This is the testament to why this shit is probably not a good idea. Um, right. But anyway, uh, shall we talk about Instagram face? Yeah. Um, um, oh, do you want, I'm just going to quickly read the way that, just so people know what we're talking about, um, the way that Gia Tolentino, who's, who wrote the article that we read about Instagram face, mm. um, how she explains what it is. So she says, it seems like likely to be one of the oddest legacies of our rapidly, uh, expiring decade. The, the gradual emergence among professionally beautiful women of a single cyborgian face. It's a young face, of course, with polar skin and plump high cheekbones. It has cat-like eyes and long cartoonish lashes. It has a small, neat nose and full lush lips. It looks at you coyly but blankly as if as if its owner has taken half a clonopin. Clono- I think, is that a drug? Whatever. Not and is, me. oh, I think it's like anti-anxiety or something. And yeah. is considering asking you for a private jet ride to Coachella. 
The face is distinctly white but ambiguously ethnic. It suggests a National Geographic composite illustration of what Americans will look like in 2050. Uh, if every American of the future were to be a direct descendant of Kim Kardashian West, Bella Hadid, Emily Ratajkowski, and Kendall Jenner, who looks exactly the same as Emily Ratajkowski. <laughs> um, it's like a sexy baby tiger, Cara Craig, a high-end New York colorist, observed to me recently. The celebrity makeup artist Colby Smith told me, it's Instagram, Instagram face, duh. It's like an unrealistic sculpture, volume on volume, a face that looks like it's made out of clay. So mm. it's basically just Kylie Jenner. <laughs> just, I was about to yeah. say, like, I think the perfect example of Instagram face is Kylie Jenner. Like, I agree. It's... And the, all these articles, anything I read always talks about it being Kim. But I'm always like, no, it's it was Kylie that was really responsible for that specific yeah. face. Because when she got her lips done, that marked the start of it, I feel like. Mm -hmm. That marked the move of every girl in fucking Chadston Shopping Centre looking like that specific face yeah if that makes sense well i think um, it's i think it's the filler i think it's yeah. like the dark hair uh, yeah i mean and i'm kind of like you know this about me but like i'm really obsessed with this particular youtuber who does um plastic she explains all the different plastic yeah, surgeries right. that celebrities have gotten and like talks you through them all so like, i don't now know the I've... names of any so you go go off Okay, well, so just from... I love watching these videos. I have this mm. weird obsession with it. But one of the things that they all get now is a Botox brow lift. And so they... Oh, yeah, the brow... Yeah, yeah. Or just a normal brow lift. But, like, it's why Bella Hadid has the whole, like, cat... Yeah. This, but, like, <laughs> the cat eye thing. And same as Kylie Jenner. Like, why people suddenly mm. have way more space here. Mm. And they all get, like, the bo the brow lift. Um, everything gets like swept up like this. Mm -hmm. They get a lip lift. They get filler. It's this kind of like everything sort of expands <laughs> like totally. that. But it's sort of, I think it's you know what's really interesting um, reading about it is that, and what I feel like almost sets the Kardashians apart still is that they and Gia Tolentino talks about this in um, the article, but they still don't admit to having surgery. Mm. Um, I think the only ones they really admitted to is Chloe, like was exploring the idea of getting a boob job in one in mm. keeping up the Kardashians, and Kim's open about getting filler. Yeah. Well, and Kylie and, had to admit about the lips, obviously. Right. But she tried to suggest she didn't yeah. do it. Yeah. Like Kim it's has makeup, still. I line them. Yeah, and Kim yeah. still tries to say that she um, hasn't had surgery on her face, and it's just like yeah. what I find so fascinating about that is it's like hang on, we all know that you have, so, yeah. and it's okay that you have. So, like, yeah. why are you still pretending that you haven't? Like, that really, yeah. I find, sort of sticks with me in terms of, like, what yeah. that means yeah. and, like, are, are they trying to convince people that, like, it's you should expect that you can look like this naturally? Like, I know. Well, I know. Yeah. Like, I, I, um, I agree with you. I just think it's, like, that it's, like, if they admit it, then it takes the illusion away of them being mm. these like supremely genetically gifted beautiful people yeah. but it's like we know what you look like we used to look like chloe like we know we it's saw not it. a secret yeah <laughs> same kylie you and kendall like yeah. like kendall is yeah. the one that annoys me the most purely because i feel like she's the one that sort of pretends to be even if this isn't true but pretends to be the most natural and chill yeah. whereas she's had just as much work as kylie it's just yeah. more tasteful work right um and yeah, I, I, uh, more subtle. Well, yeah. And I just think like by them, I mean, I don't think it actually has this impact that, you know, you'd suggest that maybe them not admitting it sort of misleads young women or anyone into thinking that, uh, 
you can look like that without surgery and without like you know thousands and thousands of dollars you Mm. know you just go get your lips done maybe and buy some expensive makeup and you'll look like them but like Mm. it it's simply impossible um yeah yes and and, it's simply impossible yeah yeah um yeah but i don't know even like and like with the the trend of like surgery and filler and whatever just face augmentation in general i guess Mm. I think, like, there is that Kylie Jenner look that's sort of spurred on the real, like, generation of people looking similar to, to Kylie. Um, mm. But there is also, like, several other pockets of pe- of or groups of people uh, who get surgery that sort of, or fillers or whatever, that falls in line with their aesthetic. Like, Byron Bay linen people. They're not getting, like, huge lip fillers and, like, ta- and sort of, like, I mean, maybe they get tattooed eyebrows. But... They're not getting that. They're more like maybe a little brow lift, like something that makes their cheekbones a little sharper, maybe look a little mm. higher. Probably um, a bit more Bella Hadid kind of Yeah, a bit more vibes. into the Bella Bella sort of look. It's sort of meant to look more natural. Like, right, yeah. Like, you know, but like yeah, yeah, not yeah. full lip kind of like yeah. obvious. Sun-kissed kind of, you know, yeah, yeah. rather than just like full-blown um, fake tan kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, they are. I think it exists everywhere and it's probably wrong to just criticize the girls that look like um Kylie because it's no, like, and they're I, not the alone. other thing is the other thing is this whole thing about like it being a bad thing to get yeah. surgery like from reading this and thinking a lot about how I, my feelings around plastic surgery have changed in the past 10 years because mm. I think and she talks about this in the article but like I think Instagram has fundamentally changed the way that we look uh, at yeah. botox uh, yeah. and filler and surgery in general because Definitely plastic surgeons so public about showcasing their work Mm -hmm. and you can watch like I can watch YouTube videos about surgery and understand the different procedures whereas once Mm -hmm. upon a time I would go into a plastic surgeon's office and be completely you know what I mean like you'd come out looking like Joan Rivers or something right like yeah yeah, exactly but so something I um like I kind of feel now is that like I don't think that it's I believe in the, especially in the coming 10 years, I think it's, it's no longer like an active choice to opt in to getting injectables and surgery. I think it's a choice not to. And I, yeah, that's a really good point. I really do believe that. Like, I think it honestly feels as though, um, like I kind of assume at some point I'm going to get a Botox of some description, Same. something done. And yeah. like, I've, personally put on fake tan every week. Like yeah. there are certain beauty ideals that I yeah. Um, like where I'm wearing makeup right now, yeah, you know, it's so, those yeah. sort of like things that I sort of lean into that we sort of as women, I think, and I, I feel like I end up having this conversation a lot mm. where people kind of say it's for me. Like I do all this yeah, stuff yeah, so yeah. I feel better about myself, which is mm. true. Like it does make you feel better about yourself, yeah. but the reason that it makes you feel better about yourself is because of the, yeah, the totally. ideals that we've all created. Um, there's a reason I feel better with tan and it's not just because... I wouldn't, if I lived in a vacuum, I wouldn't wear fake tan. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And no, I think, it's, like, it's true. It's the same thing with Botox and filler. I don't think there's anything wrong with doing it, but I think it's also, like, become, you know what I mean? Like, I feel no, like. I know exactly what you yeah. mean. I know. And I think, like, I sort of had written down in my notes that, like, when I was reading, when we were, the other article that was about, like, the history of celebrities for, like, you know, the last probably hundred years or something. Um, altering their faces Mm. I'm like it really makes sense like if you're you make your living off of being looked at 
then you're yeah. going to be way more hyper aware of your imperfections. Mm-hmm. But luckily, social media has come along uh, and granted us all that same self awareness. Uh, so yeah, now yeah, we all suddenly we're having time. photo shoots and shit like exactly visuals of ourselves are exactly. constantly being taken. And I've, you know, we've spoken about this many times, but it's the branding of the self. I think, Mm -hmm. and seeing ourselves as a brand and like you made the really good point, I think maybe in the last uh, episode talking about it, how like um, how humans aren't brands, right? And Mm -hmm. so like I think what makes people still so uncomfortable with like lots of surgery and face tune and stuff is the fact that like it's a further distancing from what feels distinctly human um, Mm. and imperfect to like that glossed over perfection of a brand. Mm-hmm. And like the fact that you can physically change yourself now, just like a brand can do with its logo or whatever, um, to fit like what's popular. Um, so like Coca Cola adding like a fucking rainbow flag or something to um, be like pro LGBT kind of thing um, mm-hmm. feels like the same thing is going. Oh, it's popular right now to have big lips, or it's popular right now to have high brows or whatever, and you can physically do that as if you were a brand, as if you were something that is just like uh, sort of moves uh with the tides of what's fashionable kind of thing and i think that's probably and that's the aspect that makes me uncomfortable i Mm. think with it and like not to say that i won't ever get work done i used to be really like absolutely fucking not um yeah and like i've never done my hair um not like it's never been like a really active choice but it's like i know that if i went maybe highlights would be fine but if i went any other color i'd look fucked um and (laughs) i don't think you would but i feel like my features are too arab in some respects to be like light brown that's true like i don't think so i mean i I don't like i don't think that's true i I think it will always i will always look better with my natural hair color i feel like everyone kind kind of does does. yeah yeah. i just feel like that sort of even when i obviously i used to have like full bleach Mm. and like at the time i was like this is the best I've ever looked. And, like, yeah. now I look at photos of myself with full bleach hair and I'm like, that's disgusting. So yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's moving with the yeah. times of what's that as well, yeah. popular. And I think, I guess we're, because we all see ourselves as brands now or, an, you know, our a brand is an extension of ourselves or something, that, like, we're so much more likely to dip into something if it's popular or right. if it's a trend or whatever. I'm just, and I'm I, looking forward to when half closed eyes and puffy cheeks are in fashion because I have got that on lock. <laughs> I mean, it's sort of, it, it kind of, I, I think with surgery, uh, sorry, not surgery, with, um, with Botox and fillers, I think what also makes them really amazing. And I want to, I also have something to talk about with the mm. guy with, Frederick Brandt, who actually like kind of revolutionized the use of Botox and fillers in the nineties and two thousands, but how, because they're not permanent, like he was a dermatologist. There's a great podcast about him. Mm -hmm. If anyone's interested, called the Baron of Botox would recommend. Um, but he was a dermatologist and he, he sort of created the modern way that we use Botox because Botox originally was, um, to help people with like muscle spasms and stuff because it freezes your muscles. But then they realized if they could freeze the muscles and stop them from moving, they could stop your, you know, your basically stop you from your wrinkles from forming and that kind of thing. Um, But I guess the thing is because it's not permanent, like it's not unlike surgery, it's not a permanent fix. So it's also probably feels like if you're going, if you decide to get lip fillers or you decide to get, Druvederm or whatever injected mm. into your face. You're like, well, if I don't like it, it'll go away. So you can kind of do all these like semi-permanent or temporary yeah. 
alterations to your face without feeling like you're committing to a totally different look. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're saying. It does feel scary in the sense that it's like, I always think like, you know, if I fake tan or I put makeup on or I dye my hair, all of those things are reversible. And like, you look at someone like Kim Kardashian and it's like, they are, what they've done that is irreversible. Like they've created an entirely different face and they can't go back to yeah what they were before like it's um i don't know i I know i know exactly what you're saying i think Mm. i guess it's just scary thinking about like the the part of it that's scary is the part of thinking about changing your physicality to a Mm. point of no return yeah like and that that people you can meet people and they've done that yeah like chloe you look at kylie jenner and there's almost this sort of belief that underneath it all the original girl like what she actually looks like is there but it's not it's not like it's it's she is for she's fundamentally changed her face it's like that's feels terrifying because you kind of feel like your face about alfie my sister just got home that's okay (laughs) (laughs) do you know what i mean it feels like your face is this sort of like inherent part of you that yeah no, it's what's your identity, no? Yeah. Like, it is, yeah. like it's, it is, it's the part of you that makes you a human being. We're just going to mm. have to deal with the psychotic Alfie barking okay. for like five minutes. Sorry, everyone listening <laughs> and watching. Um, yeah, I just think like, yeah, what you were saying with Chloe's face is she's realistically, I don't care how bad this sounds, one step away from looking like a drag queen. Like she, it's too much. And like, I think that, and I love her so much. I love Chloe, but it shows you that, you're going to get to a point that you're blind to what actually looks good. And like, it may look good to you in the moment, but it's like you saying in the moment when you had bleached hair, you're like, this is fucking amazing. And then two years later, the, the trend changed and having bleached hair isn't cool. Mm. And now you're like, that looks shit. But Chloe can never be like, Chloe can't go back. I don't know how she would. No, she, right. Yeah. That's yeah. And, and I guess that's, you know, it's, Sorry, I keep going. I'm interrupting. No, I didn't. Um, I didn't have really anything else to say except that I just. I think. I think that the things that make make people like look hotter. I mean, especially men, but is not having a perfect face. Like having yeah. something that's like like we were talking about this with Paris Hilton. Like having um like she clearly never got a nose job, and she never did the thing that would make her fit into whatever was like cool at the time. Um, mm. I mean, like, but that then it's you like I agree with you. Yeah. But it's also like that's and even in itself is another kind of beauty ideal. Like she fits into a particular mold of a beauty ideal. That I mean, she's blonde, thin, like blue eyed kind of yeah. thing. Like, and she's definitely had work. Oh no 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 I, no! I don't mean to say that she's like some like hideous, she's na- ugly, natural. Like no, but yeah, my my and... I guess I wanted to say like it's it's she's not. Like she's even if she hasn't done that, it's like that's still another thing that we chase after. It's like if we get work done, we but we want to keep our like keep it unique tasteful, features keep it, the yeah, same, yeah, but yeah, keep yeah. it tasteful. And it's this sort of thing where where the end like you just can't fucking get it right. Like yeah, and they've all kind of done their own things. Like but people I'm sure will take Paris Hilton into surgeries, but oh, totally. normal folk will never be able to like attain that level well, of. I that's yeah. the, that's the other. This is sort of the only other thing I'm thought about it but the the other part of it and Gia Tolentino goes into the in the article about how fucking expensive it is <laughs> and like yeah it's all well and good for Chloe to go in and get 15 procedures done at once but like the rest of us who see that as like an aspirational sort of um 
well, maybe not Chloe, but like Kim, whoever's got these like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars worth of surgery, they're mm. looking at it as like aspirational, potentially achievable, but it's not like they can go in and just drop 30 grand. Like they're fucking saving their pennies like any other normal um, person who's not a you know mega rich celebrity. Yeah. Like literally putting into a savings account to get that done and you can only get like one piece of the puzzle done at a time and shit. Yeah. And it's like almost like, I totally get wanting to do things if you have like an insecurity about a certain part of your body or or face or whatever it is and sort of wanting to feel better about yourself because like there's nothing anyone empathizes with more than wanting to feel better about yourself Mm. but it's the horrible reality of like this is being introduced now as a way to make us feel better about ourselves and because it's like just achievable and we see we're consuming it constantly Mm. um it's like become this sort of thing that people are like saving up to do or you know what you I, I don't know like it's it's almost um like a sad new thing that's come with this age of social media or age of like hyper celebrity is that now we're kind of all trying to buy into it and all trying to like fix ourselves by um engaging in it I, I don't know if that makes sense no it does i think i guess it's just like another thing that we have to fucking do right like yes the cost and you know the, the quote a uh, stat she had is like 92 percent or something mm. of surgeries are done by women but like i look at angus my boyfriend and his sort of routine mm. and he has literally deodorant that's you yeah know, like the the bathroom cabinet is my all my stuff he yeah. has deodorant and then bepanthen for his tattoos whereas i have like three different kinds of moisturizer a toner cleanser two different two different face masks an exfoliator then i also have all my makeup and conditioner that you sometimes use but don't always use yes like like for my toner for my hair i have my fake tan i have my fake tan mitt i have an exfoliator for my just all the money that women spend on cosmetic items and i think that this is like the pinnacle of that where it's like it's not just a 20 dollar bottle of fake tan it's like Will take you years to save up for a facelift or for like you know years whatever to else. Save save up for it and and thousands of dollars in upkeep as well, like because you have to keep going back and yeah. shit. And it's like it's like imagine buying a new car and once every six months you had to go back and buy like a new part that cost you another thousand two thousand dollars and another new part that cost you eight thousand dollars. Like it's like that. It's 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 a never ending cycle that we have to get ourselves in. And I'm not saying that I will never be in that cycle. Cause I'm mm. sure I'm going to hit 30 and be like, how the fuck did I get so old? Um, and <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And it start to fully go, go for broke or maybe not go for broke. Um, but you know what but I just, mean? Like, I'm, you know, yeah. like little bits. What's that? What's the, what's the, um, my friends were talking about the other day, like preemptive Botox or something. Is that what it's called? Oh, preventative. Pre- I think. Pre- preventative. Yeah. yeah. That I would probably I'm realistically in five years would consider dabbling in like I don't (laughs) even I'm not even lined or anything but I'm like but I just think for me like I'd also get a brow lift I would do that I would get a brow lift yeah (laughs) I would get a brow lift come back to us in two years when this podcast is really popular and and see the fucking surgery we've got you and I like have fully different faces yeah I guess we swapped faces yeah and I guess (laughs) with this with this whole thing like it's I I think what's so tragic about it is that Mm. like and we do it with everything like we judge women who wear lots of makeup and Mm -hmm. women but i think especially even though it's become more accepted that women get surgery and and botox and everything in the past few years i really do feel that like it's still it's still got a level of shame to it where it's kind of like if you're that 
that type of person that would go definitely. and do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's like I definitely feel that doing things like fake tan and that have become a lot more that that people don't really judge you if you wear yeah. fake tan. It's not like there might be some or people who'd be like it's, looks and shit. Yeah, it's a bit fake or whatever. But this yeah. I feel like I really want I just think I hope that women stop being judged for making these choices because I think at the end of the day yeah we're all just fucking trying to get by and like yeah this is something that we've kind of yeah it's, I, I struggle yeah. I struggle with it because I'm like I yeah. don't want this to be something yeah. I really don't That's want this why to be I'm something like, if you we... remove the judgment and it becomes fully normalized I just why? Chill, I know I know it's like we're literally going to end up our whole lives spending thousands of dollars on on augmenting something that doesn't But then who's to, to blame? <laughs> like, who do we no, blame? Exactly. Do we blame the people? Like, I don't know, because I, like, I'm kind of obsessed with... Blame um, social media. It's my favourite scapegoat. <laughs> social... Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know, because I, I, I know. I do this... I just feel bad about judging women who get this stuff done, because yeah. I'm like, well, I fucking... I would too. Uh, yeah, I do yeah, so yeah. many things that like yeah you know where I'm giving into it as well and like it doesn't seem fair that I should judge them when but then uh, yeah it's it's uh, no, it's, it's yeah. like so it's so hard how do we right stop end. this expectation from yeah how do we allow women to just exist in a world in which youth and beauty is not their only fucking work yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um no you're right yeah um it's impossible I feel like we've probably gone way over time uh, yeah. Should we do a top three real quick and then yeah. fuck off? Yeah. Um, okay. Do, do you want to go first? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, top three celebrity reactions to coronavirus. Obviously, um, every single person in the Imagine video, because like all of them count as one, like obviously Gal Gadot, I have separate issues with, um, but her orchestrating the whole thing and, um, yeah. And every single person who thought it was okay to participate, including Kristen Wiig, who I'm really disappointed in. Uh, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Vanessa Hudgens, but that was more just funny. Yeah. Uh, just because I'm like, well, whatever. You do. For those who don't know, do you want to explain what her Vanessa oh, Hudgens Oh, she did? like posted a video being like, yeah, people are going to die, but it's sad, but it's inevitable. Inevitable? <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, and... Um, I feel like after the Imagine video, they all shut their lips quite quickly. Mm. Um, There was another one, wasn't there? A similar thing? Someone else who was probably... Like group of celebrities coming out and speaking out about something? I don't remember what it was. I don't know either. Um, What was it? Was it my... It was a question of my favourite reactions to coronavirus. Just top three celebrity reactions to coronavirus. Oh, well, okay. This one's actually a positive one, which okay. is the 30 Rock reunion that they did for the NBC upfronts, which is like how they sell their shows to advertisers. But usually mm. it's in a room, like in a fancy hotel. Um, but they couldn't do that. So they reunited all the 30 Rock cast and filmed Aww. like a semi, like an episode, but cut in between the episode instead of ad breaks were ads for NBC shows. So you just skip past that. But you got yeah. an episode 30 Rock, which for me yeah. is like... Christmas, like it's the best thing ever. So that, yeah, that's I love nice. That. Um, that's very nice. Okay, this uh, top three people you know that you're sus on having got surgery but haven't said anything. Can these be celebrities or do they have? No, that's who people you know. Do you know anyone that you think might have gone surgery? Yeah, but I'm not going to say. Obviously, I'll, I'll tell you off you Tell me after. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't. Th- I don't like. Obviously, I wouldn't even answer that question. It's not I... surgery; it's filler. But anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I don't actually think I know anyone. Oh, that's all right. 
I like I, I don't know this, but yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, okay. Do you want me to ask like you another it? one? I'll ask you another no, one. No, okay. Oh, okay. The top three celebrity best friends. Oh, um, I love. I don't know if you'd call them best friends, but I love Amy Schumer and Jennifer Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I really like their friendship. Um. I love, I don't know if this counts, I love Chloe and Scott. Yeah, same. Chloe Kardashian and Scott Disick. And I also, this is a lame one, but I do really like Selena Gomez and Taylor Swift. Are I they even think... friends anymore? They're best friends. Still? Yeah. Fuck, what would they I just think it's nice friends? because they've been friends for so long and, like, obviously they probably both kind of need each other. Like, you would need yeah. someone at that level of fame. Whether or not you like them, I just think they have yeah. a nice friendship. So, yeah, it's yeah. nice that they're friends. It's good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> No, I'm not, not hating. Like, good, good on them. Okay. You missed the um, best, though, which is Pamela Anderson and Julian Assange. But keep going. Oh Are they friends? Yeah. That's fucking insane. So funny. Okay, top three celebrity marriages, like past and present. Kim and Kanye. Mm-hmm. Um, Brad and Angie. Mm-hmm. Um, really? Yeah. I Have you watched Mr. and Mrs. Smith? Yeah. It's hard to deny that chemistry. I don't know. I just, yeah, I get, yeah, um, I get it. And <laughs> Melissa McCarthy and her husband, um, Paul Feig, who directed, uh, maybe directed Bridesmaids, but directs a lot of comedy films. That's cute. Um, I think she's married to Paul Feig. I think there's no two idea. of them, and I get them confused. Um, I'm googling it, but yeah, I just feel like they're a really funny duo, and they'd be like yeah. really. Oh no, her husband is Ben Falcon, who's different. It's not Paul Feig, so n- okay. ignore that. Okay. I had a feeling that it wasn't him. Um, but he also directs comedy movies. I don't know. I just feel like they'd really have fun. You have no idea who she's actually married to. Yeah, like, no, he my favorite directed, celebrity couple. <laughs> he um directed some thing she was in, but it wasn't Bridesmaids. Oh, um, okay. So that entire thing was a lie. Yeah, it was. But yeah. I also do just feel like they were probably a really cute, or not yeah. cute, but just like a fun, cool couple. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> He's the other one, not the good director, the shit director. Oh. Yeah. Okay, do you want me to ask you a question? That was me asking, that was me answering your question. Should I ask you another one though? Or do you want to well, go? Well, I have another one go. for you. Okay, you go. Top three best times Demi Lovato's been on drugs. Top three <laughs> best things Demi Lovato's done on drugs. Oh. Um... I can't remember. I can only remember the one about like punching the backup dancer. Yeah, well, I don't think that's a good thing, but I just like the um it's the fantastic. quote about yeah. someone told Kevin Jonas Sanders that I was on Adderall. I was on Adderall. Yeah. Um. So amazing. What else has she done? She performed at like a Disney show on drugs. Yeah, I remember her. Te- but I remember her saying that she was just like always on cocaine. Mm. So pretty much anything that Demi Lovato mm. did before 2016, I assume. Um, yeah. The skyscraper music video. Um, no, that was about her coming off drugs. Oh, was like it? Like made of paper. I think so. Do you want to do a rehab. rendition of that now? No, that's cool. I think we'll let them go. Okay. Wait, I had one more. Oh. We've fully gone for like an hour and a half. Oh, Top no. three plastic surgeries or Botox procedures you would get on yourself. The brow lift. Yeah, we've already kind of talked about it. Yeah. yeah. Um... Something to, like, make my cheeks suck in and my cheekbones higher. Uh, um, there'd be something for it, I assume. And a nose job because I have, from profile, like, profile, I have um a really Arab nose and I don't like it, so. What's an Arab nose? Hook nose. 
I don't even want to show you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, mine's not that bad, like, or anything, but just, like, it's always been, like, I have dad's nose and mouth. Yeah. And I wish I had mum's nose and dad's mouth, but anyway, it's fine. I'll talk yeah. to them about it later. Okay. Fucked it up. I'll chat to Okay. Are we done? Yeah, we're done. Okay. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Thanks so much, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.